Welcome to the Four C's Podcast for SAP Business One, brought to you by Third Way Business Systems. I'm Mike Ham, and my colleague Tyson McMurrin, bringing you a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the ERP system, that is SAP Business One. We'll be hosting product experts and members of the Business One community, helping you, a Business One user, get the most out of SAP Business One. Hello and welcome back to episode 13. We're going to be talking about the fourth C, control, and in respect of change. Let's start off with a quote by Benjamin Franklin. Change is the only constant in life. One's ability to adapt to those changes will determine your success in life. Tyson, when I when I read this, the first thing that comes to mind is the SMEs that we work with and their ability to change and adapt to all of the things internal and external that they face. Uh, talk to me more about what jumped out to you. Yeah, my change within the SME space is certainly something that is is constantly there um, because you're on this growth trajectory and, and within that growth trajectory, there's just constantly either, you know, the addition of customers, addition of products, the addition of um, uh, acquisitions, um, whether that's, you know, vertical or buying out competitors, um, you know, just this constant change within within the organization, constant change within, um, you know, processes, constant change within the organizational structure. Um, you know, as companies reach certain sizes, you know, staffing levels change, um, you know, the organizational dynamics sometimes change as well. Um, but, you know, you, I think of the pandemic that we just are, you know, still in, Mike, um, and just the amount of change that the SMEs have had to face, you know, from a, uh, you know, all the employees having not being able to work in the office, supply chain pinching, um, you know, the customers ordering online and, and you know, the shift to a lot more e-commerce. Um, the, the, you know, the pandemic has allowed a lot of organizations to, you know, change the way that they communicate. You know, look at how many people um, use Zoom and Teams now compared to, you know, before the pandemic and just that adapting to change. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of our clients coming through the backside of the pandemic here um, in a much better position than they were when they started the pandemic, only because they really had, um, you know, the wherewithal to kind of adapt to that change um, and and really kind of you know, address it. Um, some of our some of our customers have acquired suppliers. Some of them have acquired competitors through this pandemic. And you know, I mean, the pandemic's probably you know a, what we would call a big change. Um, you know, it's an external force um, that's created a lot of change um, downstream. But you know, when I think of change, Mike, I think of it you know within kind of three areas. Um, one being this external change. So, 
you know, customers buying habits changing, um, a supplier changing the way that they do business, a customer changing the way that they do business, um, a pandemic, you know, external forces are always going to be, um, you know, making an organization assess you know, how does this affect our organization? But you also have the internal side of things like increasing staff, staff leaving, um, you know, just the dynamics of processes, um, wanting to change those processes. And then you have um, the third area, Mike, being like systems and processes. So um, functionality within an e-commerce product that's now available functionality within SAP Business One that um, allows you to kind of change the way that you do things. Um, you also have, you know, just process change such as, um, you know, using like um, using a UPS integration, um, you know, those types of things um, are our change and identifying where that change is coming from, I think will certainly help an organization, um, you know, kind of adapt to that change and, and you know, ensure their success. Yeah, I think, I think you said, you know, the most important thing right there at the end was identifying the change, right? We all know that the SMEs, you know, the, their main advantage over a larger company, and this was reflected tenfold in the pandemic, was their, you know, their agility, their ability to adapt to change quickly, right? We saw a number of SMEs that we know and work with change over a product line to making masks, right? So we know that change is incredibly important, but what you talked about, you identified the changes and, and and called them out. You know, you spoke about internal, external, and then processes of change. So you put it in three buckets and that helps you understand what change you're facing. If if they're all coming at you at once from all different angles, it can be overwhelming. But I think the best businesses and best SMEs are the ones who who have that innate ability to understand where that area of change is coming from and identify it as such. That allows you to take it on a lot better, right? You you look at these changes in buckets and understand them better, where they're coming from, you can apply these techniques over and over again. I think that's incredibly important is to understand what kind of change is taking place because that's going to position you for how you're going to adapt to that. Yeah, I agree, Mike. You know, um there's there's adapting to the change, but there's also it's really important to make sure that that adaptation um, is not creating like tangents and process um, because like you were talking about, you know, you go from making a certain product to making PPE or um, you go from uh, you know, shipping pallets of goods to distributors or to clients um, to sell in retail to doing dropship orders for for your customer. Um, if if your processes didn't adapt along with the adapt the adaptation to you know meeting the customer request or or you know addressing that change 
all you've done is you've just created a whole bunch of downstream headaches, you know, operationally, um, organizationally, um, you know, and, and this is where um, this is where, you know, your staff are going to start to, you know, feel increased stress. You're going to have a lot more risk within your organization because these processes haven't really been fully thought through sometimes yep. because it's this adapting quickly right so so you know i mean these are good good points that, that we just talked about where you know we're adapting to the change but you know are we really looking at is this the best way that we can handle this you know from a from a process standpoint and mike you and i talk about the 80 20 rule all the time and i think i think this is where you know this is a good way for you to be able to make some changes internally by using the 80 20 rule absolutely that 80 20 rule goes hand in hand with what we just talked about and that's the identification of the change you know it's going to help you what it comes down to really initially is what you have to be relentless in is the pursuit of understanding the change and understanding what's going on. And SMEs that are great at that are often just as good at adapting to the change because they know it. They know what, like you said, what the downstream effects. So the 80-20 rule being, you know, 80% of your headaches are more than likely only caused by 20% of your problems. And, and the flip side of that is, you know, 80% of your successes or 80% of your sales typically come from 20% of your customers. And you can use both sides of that to your advantage when it comes to understanding that change in that those 80% of the headaches, what's what's getting repeated? What what can I identify through that? And through the success of the of the top customers and top performers and and top processes that are that are bringing you tremendous success, what's repeatable throughout the organization? So it's it's a full understanding of the changes. What you have to do first. Yeah. So I think you know what we just highlighted is, you know, you're going to have these external, internal or, um, you know, system or process changes that are always going to be kind of coming at us and we're going to be adapting to those. But I think, you know, the important thing to do here, Mike, is to really kind of build a habit around. Yes. Don't just slam a new process in. Um, to address a change request from, you know, one of your big customers. Really kind of, you know, have an evaluation process where you go through and, and you really identify, you know, like, is this process the most efficient way of doing this? Are there other areas where, you know, maybe some functionality in SAP um, that we haven't used before can help us? maybe there's some integration points where you know we can streamline the process to get rid of data redundancy um you know just just really kind of looking at all these areas and what i like to do mike is to really kind of like you know do an internal evaluation and, and really kind of start with the are we easy to do business with 
Yep. You know, are any of our employees overwhelmed with certain backlogs in areas? You know, does our digitization stop at certain points? You know, how do we communicate internally? You know, is it paper? You know, is it walking back and forth? Um, you know, are our processes too complex? You know, is there only one or two people within the organization that really, you know, understand how a certain process works for a certain customer? Um, you know, do we trust our information that's in our system? Um, and then who in the organization is really kind of the owner of the process? And further to that, you know, who's evaluating the human um, processes around this? And can we grow exponentially, you know, with our existing staff and systems with this, you know, process that's in place? And, and you know, don't feel overwhelmed if, if the answers to some of these questions are like, yeah, you know, we are hard to do business with, or yeah, we are overwhelmed, you know, because as as this podcast is all about, it's the four C's, Mike, and, you know, it's not just about the core system. It's not just about um, control. It's it's about, you know, all of it and, and really kind of, you know, connecting and communicating, making sure that you're leveraging the core system to to its fullest capability. So things like dropship, for example, you know, are you using the procurement um, piece that's available within SAP Business One? Are you integrated to um, your shipping, um, you know, so that you're not having to go to another system and enter in your um, client's uh, account number to, you know, create a shipment? Are, how are you handling, you know, are you charging for packaging now? Because before you just used to send pallets of items, you know, ha have you, you know, all of these processes that, that might have changed, you know, have you really leveraged all of that? And, and, and the good news is, is that, you know, we're here to kind of help you with that. Um, and we're always giving you, you know, tips and tricks of, of where, to identify, you know, where this is happening and, and address it. So, you know, don't feel overwhelmed because, you know, so many times, you know, when you have these changes coming through, we're seeing where um, a process is put in place in haste yep. and then that becomes, you know, the hard process forever. And, and don't do that, you know, just make it a habit to really kind of question everything within the process and and you know how can we improve it how much is that costing us um, to do it and you know no speed bump where you know the information is disconnected or you know it's taking there's a backlog no speed bump is unimportant all of them are important to um, you know assess and identify a better way of doing things and that is really going to kind of really allow you to you know thrive with with you know any change that comes at you so you know make it a habit yeah and there's two things you said that jumped out at me the the first one was the the trend really i saw through your line of questioning is 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 question everything right and and like you said make it a habit make it a process put it down and so everyone in the organization is on the same page where we're looking at things analytically now. We're we're looking at things through design thinking. 
there's techniques you can deploy to to better question your own processes and and nothing's nothing's too small right nothing like you said with putting in a change in haste don't do that for a number of reasons the, the first being the total cost of ownership and this goes all the way back to what we initially stated is understanding the change when you fully understand the change you're fully understanding the total cost of ownership of what that quick fix is really going to cost you it's going to cost you it's going to become one of those you know 20% of the processes is going to cost 80% of the headaches. And what you need to do is have a long-term vision when it comes to change. You need to have the thinking that we're going to sacrifice in the short term here because it's going to better position us in the long term when it comes to these changes. But when we are not understanding a change fully, we're not understanding, you know, what are its downstream effects? What's the total cost of this change? when we're not questioning it because we don't have a process in place, that's when we make a change in haste. That's when we see a, only Joe or Jane knows that process, right? And that's how we get burned later on, as opposed to stopping, understanding a change, questioning it, putting that habit into place, and then making that short-term sacrifice by doing the research, consulting with folks like us, asking other business one customers out there how have you done this have you run into this change because i guarantee you you are not the first person to be making this mistake and you are not going to be the last and there's someone out there who's probably doing it better than you so so why not take the time to find that right mike you're completely right about this and so many times we see when um, you know, a client will get a hold of us and go, I want to do a shipping integration, or I want to do an e-commerce integration, or I want to implement a credit card module. And we'll start asking questions around other areas. And it's like, it's like peeling an onion. Like, you know, there's just so many areas that, that the client's like, oh yeah, we haven't addressed that. Oh yeah, we, oh, I didn't know that you could do it that way. Yes. So, you know, don't feel like, don't feel like you know you're failing as an organization because you have all these like shortcomings and it's okay if you have a big list of inefficient processes and that's why identifying the cost and using an 80/20 rule becomes a really good strategy for you to kind of identify the processes that you know are kind of like the cream rising to the top where it's like yep. You know, if, if, if we address this, as once you address that, there's going to be something else, right? Exactly. Um, but, but all too often, it becomes this overwhelming thing where um, if you try to rechange everything all at once, um, you know, versus like continuous change, it becomes overwhelming because it's like, oh, well, yeah, we don't want to do the integration yet because of da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? How many um, times do you see that? We get to the doorstep of the integration process and then the person goes, oh, well, yeah, you know, this is great. The solution's perfect. Can't wait to go with it in six months to a year because, well, we, we have to change this, 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 and this first. It's like, well, understand those changes. Understand those first. Is that necessary? What's going to make the impact? 
Exactly, Mike. And you know, the, the big ones that we're seeing right now out there is, you know, integration to e-commerce, integration to credit card, integration to shipping, and allocation of inventory. So, you know, if that's the cream that's rising to the top, we have a lot of experience around that. Reach out to us, we can help you with it. Absolutely. And, you know, just wanna just wanna hammer home is is the habit. You know, form this habit, form the ability to question and the ability to fully understand a change as you make it. Understand the downstream effects and understand also that you're not the only one making these mistakes. You're not the only one that is facing this change. There's someone else out there who's done it. There's someone else out there who can help. And, and don't be afraid to to ask those questions and and to fully pull those threads. And we're we're here to help you with, with any step of the way. Absolutely. So Tyson and listeners, want to thank you as always for joining us. Really appreciate you. And please reach out with any change questions that you may have. Yeah, thank you everyone. Take care and stay connected.